Hi, Candice. Hi, Joanne. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. How are you? Oh, good. Thank you. Thank you for being my guest on my podcast today. You're welcome. How are you feeling today? I'm good. I'm good. It's kind of an achy day, but it's November. It's to be expected. Yeah. And where do you... I'm sorry to hear that it's an achy day for you. Uh, today is November 13th, 2023. Uh, where do you ache? Where do you hurt? Uh, or do you hurt all over? Mostly here. Okay, at the top here, of... Here, 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 here. So, in my skull. All in your skull. All yes. over, all over your head, you hurt. Yes. And on a scale of one to ten, is it a ten every day, or is it <laughs> just you know? That question <laughs> makes me laugh because during the winter, and even I've been asked by doctors this question on a scale of one to ten. Everybody's pain scale is different. Yes. So how do you gauge that? Personally, my pain scale goes to 20. And on a typical day during the winter, it, it is 16, which is between moderate and extreme pain. It, so it's basically an extreme pain. And I cannot escape that. But I've, I'm learning. I've, I've learned how to deal with it, but it doesn't get better with age. I'm 38 years old, but the, I have found something that takes my my focus off of it. And that's going to be the premise okay. of today's message. Good, good. Well, we'll, we'll get into that. I'm just going to do something here. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. Let's start from the beginning. You're a beautiful blonde lady with the bluest eyes for our audience. I love your smile. I like your glasses. I wear glasses too. <laughs> well, sometimes contact lenses, but yeah. and you have a, a glow about you, Candace. But this is just on the outside. On the inside, we you've now described the pain that you suffer on a daily basis. Let's go back, if you don't mind, to talk about an event that happened in your life that changed your life at a young age. I believe you were 15 years old. Yes. So uh, for our audience, I am talking with Candace Kirkbride. And uh, a little trigger uh, alert for some uh, who have uh, experienced a traumatic incident, accident, or lost someone from an accident. This uh, might be triggering for some, but uh, Candace is going to share a story that happened to her uh, when she was 15 years old. So if you don't mind sharing with us uh, your your story, Candace, please. Not at all, Joanne. Um, I'm very proud to say that it's been 22 years and in March, so we're in November, so in March, it will be 23 years since my new life. And I'd like to show this to you. I'm going to hold this 
because this is something else I'm very proud of. This is the hardcover. I, I love the hardcover. Um, I made this. I published this book, Changed by the Rain, Life After a Brain Injury, in 2016. So it was a few years ago. So for your but, audience, if you could look for this book, Changed by the Rain. Dot com. Dot yeah. com. That is Candace's hardcover you book. You have to remember that it helps the author if you get the copy from her uh, personally, and she will sign it for you. But let's go back to 2001. It was the March break. I went out with some friends to a house party, and it was snowing. We paid $5 to get in, and we listened to a band. We drank beer out of red solo cups. Uh, and apparently we were having fun when it was time to leave you have to remember that cell phones did not exist back then what year would that be candace please 2001 2001 okay so we start walking down a long stretch of road in the middle of the night and another attendee of the party which was another student from our school he was driving his car with some friends, a friend or two in the car. Uh, they tried to avoid us, but the, the, the other kid in the car pulled the wheel and and the car plowed into the, the group of children. Uh, we were seven of us on the road. I was holding AJ's hand. And I, the, the last thing he said before I turned to the right before the car hit us was, so have you made up your mind yet? Do you want to be my girlfriend? Oh. And I don't know why, like, this is just part of life. I said, I'd like to get to know you a little bit more before I say yes. Like, as though it's like some big deal. But mm. we were happy and smiling. And I turned to the right. We were holding hands. And it, it didn't seem to phase us that, no, we weren't a couple we, and then the car hit us. I, this I don't remember any of this. This is what I've been told. Okay. I landed on the other side of the road. AJ's body went underneath the car. Unfortunately, he did not um, survive his injuries. The boys tried to revive him, which mm -hmm. was unsuccessful. The girls tried to revive me and think the powers that be that my best friend Natalie I love that girl I'm gonna call her later <laughs> um she had her St. John's ambulance babysitting course under her belt she knew CPR which is very important mm -hmm. and when I was teaching at the hospital years ago I would tell my students this story if someone if you're at a party and someone falls or something happens and there's blood coming out of your mouth and your nose what what does that what does that mean it means it indicates trauma okay to the brain okay and you don't when it's time to do cpr you have to make sure that the the patient does not choke on their blood so then you roll them to their side and then a taxi driver came and he called for help and while the rest is history but I was in a coma for two weeks, so either 14 or 16 days. 
And then I woke up to this life that I did not know. I didn't recognize myself in the mirror. My body didn't work like I wanted it to. My left side was paralyzed. I had a stroke. I had major reconstructive surgery of my face. Um, the doctors told me that I had an acquired brain injury. What the heck is that? I don't know what you guys are saying. I want to go home. You're, you're only 15 at this time. Yes. And I was in a wheelchair. I had to attend every single form of therapy that there is out there in the the traumatic brain injury world anyways. Mm-hmm. I had to learn how to how to sit on one of those exercise balls and eventually I had to learn how to walk. But I didn't, not only Joanne did I not recognize the girl that was looking back at me in the mirror because she looked different, but I didn't see very well. So once I got my glasses, I still didn't recognize her. Um, it's still a process. I mean, I'm at a very, very good place in my life right now. That's good. I'm uh, 2001, so, you know, over 20 years ago. I mean, two decades. So I'm not a spring chicken, but I am a spring chicken. I still have lots to learn. I went on to become a motivational speaker because I was, I was the victim, well, I don't like the word victim, but I was a survivor of a motor vehicle accident. So I wanted to speak to Mad Canada and Action Sudbury, speak to these students about making smart decisions that affect their lives and the lives of others. So I went on and I did that. And I was a sought after speaker within the, the province I have spoken to hundreds of audiences with thousands of students about my message of hope and perseverance and smart choices. But I also became a Toastmaster. Yes. Um, So uh, since I'm sitting at my desk right now, I am going to reach over and grab, I don't know, there's a couple trophies over here. I have read your reviews on your your, uh, job let's say as a motivational speaker and they are glowing reviews Uh, immensely complimentary I believe I saw you speak one time I don't I attended Toastmasters a few times just very rarely I think you were there like I know I've met you before years ago this would be uh, to our audience this is in greater Sudbury or Sudbury, Ontario, which is Northern Ontario, Canada. And um, I remember hearing you talk or hearing about you, that you were so great at being a motivational speaker and how you turned such a traumatic event by being hit by, can I say, a drunk driver and that you forgave this drunk driver years later. And I don't know how you did that. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, you know what? That's the highlight of my book. And it's only one of the highlights of my story, really. Yes. So in 2005, four years later, I was living with this 
new life. I was a college student because that's what you did. That's that's what you did. You went to college after you after you graduated from high school. So I I don't even remember if I had done an aptitude test by then. But I my co-op working with children brought me into the school. And then I took a program in college, early childhood education, which is the furthest thing of my strengths. But, you know, as a young woman, you're still trying to figure out life. No, I don't need to be working with children. That's that's the furthest thing from my purpose. But <laughs> I figured that out. I, I graduated with a, a general arts and science diploma. And I went on to become a community leader. and But we, we can get to that. Mm-hmm. But when I was a student at Cambrian College, this is where the plot thickens. It was f- four years later. I was still growing into my person and rebuilding my brain and rewiring my brain. And I was working with my psychologist and we were working with my anger towards the driver ultimately changed the course of my life. Oh, for sure. I saw him at the school and I said, hey, can I sit down and talk with you? He says, I'm working right now. How about you come tomorrow and see me and we'll sit down and talk. I said, okay. So he worked at the college? This. Uh, yeah, as a student, but he was working there too. So then after my last exam the next day, I went to see him, but needless to say, I did not sleep one wink that night, no. nor did I study for that darn test. Uh, I didn't do well on the exams the next day, but I had so many questions. What did I re- really want to ask him? What was I feeling? Everything went through my mind, and I, you couldn't have planned this any better. I met him the next day. I sat down. And I was rational. It wasn't like the first time I met him and I pointed in his face and I said things that I could never take back. But I sat with him. I told him that he was the enemy. He told me everything that he remembered from that night. And he said, Candace, that wasn't supposed to happen. I didn't mean to hurt anyone. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to hurt you. And you have to remember, AJ is gone. His mom passed away in 2010. So this was five years later. Okay. But at the end of the conversation, I said, okay, this situation is bigger than me. The situation is bigger than you. This happened... And I don't want to live the rest of my life with this, this vengeful feeling. Yes. I can say right now that I feel forgiveness for you. And I hug, I, I, I extended my hand and respectfully to forgive him. And he, he kind of brushed my hand away and I thought, well, what the heck? I'm trying to forgive you. This is a <laughs> monumental moment in my life. Hello? Yeah. No, no, no. He pulled me in for like one of the, like the 
deepest hugs of my life. We cried so hard. And I just, I let that, that anger, I just let it fall off my shoulders. And I said, it's okay. It's okay. So we had, we had a mutual understanding. But you also have to take into account that pain, any kind of pain, does not subside. Let's say if it's emotional, yes, we grow and we move on. Yeah. But I live with chronic physical pain every day of my life. And it's here to teach me and to teach other people to persevere. Mm-hmm. I couldn't help him. I couldn't save him from those demons. My forgiveness could not heal him. Was he charged with drunk driving? Um, the, he was mildly penalized. But uh-huh. it doesn't matter what he was charged with, negligence of um, impaired driving or not. He, Joanne, he was basically blacklisted for the rest of his life. Yeah. That was on his record. Yeah. He had to he had to change his whole life just to escape, like try to escape that horrific instance that he was a part of and that he caused. Yes. And I couldn't I couldn't help him. So you forgave him, but he still had to deal with his own, like you say, demons, his own guilt. So that was his, more or less his hell on earth, is is dealing with the fact that he caused you so much damage, uh, but also killed another young man. Right. And uh, so forgiveness is was good for you to forgive him. It lifted that load off of you, and it might have helped him a little bit, but at the end of the day, he obviously is a person who has some moral compass to feel still so much guilt in himself. Right. And as much as I wanted to help him, well, he needed to find that in himself. But this is what happened last year. I, okay, with me... May May 18th, May 19th, something about May 19th or 20th, something somewhere around there. Okay. I get this call from my girlfriend. You remember that little girl who gave me CPR? Yes. Well, I stood in her wedding and she named her child after me. Oh, that's wonderful. So Naomi's middle name is Candace. And I love that little girl. She's a brunette. She looks nothing like me. <laughs> but she knows that she's named after me because I'm mommy's best friend. <laughs> and mommy saved her life. She has a lot to live up to because she has a strong name. <laughs> yeah. Mommy saved her life. What's your friend's yeah. first name? Natalie. Natalie. She yes. saved your life. Like, how, yeah. how do you repay someone like that? I can't, and she she named a life after me. Unbelievable. She keeps giving me these gifts. Yes. And, and I dedicated my book to her, as yeah. well as my family. So that was one gift. 
She's your angel for sure. So then Natalie calls me and she says, hey, babe, are you sitting down? Uh, I hate that call. (laughs) Oh, my God. When someone calls you and says, are you sitting down? Yeah. It's bad news. It usually is. Mm -hmm. Was it? So I said, no. She said, okay, sit down. I said, okay. I said, please don't give me bad news. She said, can you just sit your ass down for a second there? I said, okay. <laughs> okay, I'm sitting. What? She said, my my husband was reading the news and he saw this article and I just wanted to let you know what happened. So she tells me that... Um, the driver who had us, he went on to become a public servant and he was giving back to the community and I was very proud of him for doing that. Yeah. The article read that he was, he was found, he was found in, at his residence and they called it a line of duty death. So he he killed himself. It was an overdose. And they had a beautiful, um, a fire service funeral for this man. Oh my gosh. Wow. (laughs) That's pretty heavy. I know. So he he was taking, he was working as a public service for the government of Canada, let's say. Was it? Yeah, he, he was a firefighter. He was a firefighter, but he was obviously taking medication or hard drugs and he overdosed so that hell on earth for him never left his mind probably yeah but here you'll never joanne you will never guess what i'm about to tell you you like i'm sure this whole interview was shocking the heck out of you and I'm sorry I swore earlier. Yeah. No, don't um, worry about it. Hey, I can I can swear like the big trooper there, and then I beg for forgiveness when I say my prayers. <laughs> then I'm at it again the next day. <laughs> you will never guess what happened. I was... Oh, I'm going to adjust my camera right here. Okay. The day before he passed away... I got this done. Oh, wow. What a tattoo that is. She found... She found strength and gratitude in the pain. Oh, my goodness. So here here is where he comes in. I didn't know what this was. I thought I was getting this for me because I live with chronic pain. No. Now I internalize it. He has found peace. I So my pain and his pain were very different. I can never, never, ever, ever compare our pain. Pain is, everyone experiences it differently. The pain category is completely different. But because he passed away the next day, this honors not only my pain, but it honors his pain as well. That's true. And I didn't mm-hmm. know that until the day after. Can you not tell me right now 
that not everything happens for a reason. Oh my gosh. The, like the what, relevance. What made me go and see Corey and get this tattoo? Yeah. It, it has so much meaning to me. It does for yourself and for the for the young driver who Yeah, he like he was 40 years old and there was no way that I could well, it's not up to me to heal him and take away his pain, but I wish that he didn't suffer so much. But I know that I honor him by keeping on inspiring people with my message. You sure do, Candace. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. It's uh, thank you for letting me share my story and like allowing me to to be so vulnerable and emotional. Because some people. When you start to cry, they say, oh, no, 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 keep it together. No, no, mm -mm. I have been on big stages, and I have cried. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with crying. I have been at crying. book signings or talks and events where people came up to me. I was that lady, the speaker, who you went to the back of the room and you bought her book. I was that girl. I'm still that girl sometimes when there's events. And people share their story with me about how they lost a loved one. Mm -hmm. or they have a family member going through a catastrophic brain injury. And you know what happens? Magic happens. You know, we cry together. Yeah. We connect. We cry together. We hug. We, we say, you know what? It's not okay. But we're going to get through this. How do you get through this? I, like, I, I know you changed your life. I know. I <laughs> No, sorry, I, I have I have more news for you. I'm so excited to okay, share. Okay, I want to hear it. <laughs> I am beyond pumped. Oh my gosh, my life is so great. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. You know, um, people have everyday stuff that goes on and we complain, you know, about whatever. And then I I meet someone like yourself who's had catastrophic brain trauma from a drunk driver, and then he ends up dying from an overdose. You change your life, but you still have chronic pain every day. But yet you still say, I have such a good life. And it just blows me out of the water. I just... Well, I, I focus on the positive. Like, I'm grateful. It says pain, strength, and grateful in this tattoo. On that same arm, I have grateful right here. Um... I am so grateful. Joanne, without my glasses, I can't see past my nose. And that's not an exaggeration. But after learning how to walk and to strengthen my leg and my arm and my hand, I became a Latin and ballroom dancer. I saw that on your Facebook and I thought, oh my gosh, that's so great. Thank I've you. always... So admired latin and ballroom dance dancers i've used to watch dancing with the stars and i just thought wow if i could only dance like that but my hips probably wouldn't let me because of my arthritis but it's, it's my drug it's my religion it's my bible it's my church i so dance has saved me wow that's incredible to hear i'm so happy I, for you Thank you. I dance with my pain every day. Wow. So on Saturday, yeah. today's Monday, on Saturday, I danced for 10 hours. Oh, my gosh. 
at a Latin Congress. It was amazing. Oh my God. <laughs> I have the best news to share with you. And oh, I want to hear it. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. I'm so pumped. I have had my vision board. I make a new one every year. And the last thing that's on my vision board that I have not accomplished for this year. Let's see it. I love vision boards. I've made them with my kids. The kids, my kids make them. <laughs> oh my goodness, your vision board is full-fledged letters and notes and pictures. I would just cut out stuff from whatever. <laughs> Dancing the with the stars. Yeah. Oh my gosh. If you, well, when you end up on that show, not if, when, oh I will definitely be voting for you, Candace. <laughs> oh my goodness. Joanne, on Wednesday, it's the meetup for the stars and the pros for Easter Seals Dancing with the Stars, and I'm one of them this oh year. Oh, my gosh. That's so wonderful. Think about this. Oh, my gosh. So these, this charity, this massive, like, it's the biggest day of the night of the year. They raise so much money for children with disabilities to send them to camp. Yes. I'm an advocate for people with acquired brain injury. How fitting is that? I am going to raise so much money and we have to learn two dances. Yeah. So I find out my partner in two days. I'm so excited. I am. So will your partner be from Dancing with the Stars? Well, it's Sudbury. Oh, it's the Sudbury one. one. Okay. This isn't, honey, this isn't Hollywood. <laughs> Not yet. Sudbury... Um, Easter Seals Dancing with the Stars. They oh, have it all God. over. Uh, yeah, I've the seen profit. pictures of that on Facebook. So you're going to be on the Sudbury Easter Seals Dancing with the Stars competition. In February, yes. Oh, my gosh. I have to go to see that. <laughs> right? Well, I can sell you tickets. Okay. <laughs> let let me know. Send me an email or through okay. Messenger. <laughs> let me make a note here. <laughs> I'll get out my visa. <laughs> I'm just, you know, uh, I have a huge amount of respect for you because so many people have had something happen to them physically or traumatically uh, and suffer with physical disabilities or PTSD. And there, unfortunately, uh, many just kind of just can't seem to get out of that and take drugs, let's say, or drink too much or wallow in self-pity. Um, and, you know, that's their struggle they have to go through. But what what I admire about you is like when they say when you've been given lemons, you've made lemonade and you've actually said no more. What made you decide like just to like not be one of those ones wallowing in self-pity and staying home all day, being depressed. What made you decide to say, okay, I was hit by a drunk driver. Uh, I, I was in the wheelchair at the hospital and the doctor, someone said something to me. I don't remember the context, but I remember thinking to myself, and no, 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 this is what's going to happen. I am going to get out of this wheelchair. I'm going back to school and I'm going to succeed. I am going to live a happy and fulfilled life. Watch me. Yeah. 
and that I decided that that is what was going to happen. And I keep pushing and I keep helping people and I keep giving freely of my time and and my heart. And I just, I need to give back to the community because the community has given me more than I could have ever anticipated or wished for. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> I love your smile. No, oh, this is a podcast, but if you could see Candace's smile, it just makes you want to smile. <laughs> it's just it's amazing. Oh my goodness. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. just one second. So, uh now, how can people reach you, Candace, uh if they have a a an injury from whatever accident they might have experienced or they know someone who's had a brain injury or a bodily injury, how can people reach you to possibly purchase your book or just talk to you or message you or see you on Facebook? Absolutely. I'm all over social media, LinkedIn, Instagram. I'm on Facebook under Candace Christine Kirkbride. My email is ccirkbride at gmail.com, just like Candace Christine Kirkbride. So ccirkbride at gmail.com. And I'm open to, uh, if you want to get the book personally from me, I'll sell you a signed copy. Okay, and, and, how, and what's your website again, please, Candace? www.changedbytherain.com changedbytherain.com by Candice Kirkbride. Yes. Wow, this has been an amazing podcast. You've you've overwhelmed me in a good way. Really amazing way. Thank uh, you so much. Joanne. Thank you for being my guest on this podcast. I will have to do another one again. I'd love to do another one because I went to uh, Sick Kids when I was young and that's where I first experienced Easter Seals and all of that. I had scoliosis, which was corrected. And uh, so we have lots more that we could chat about at another time. But thank you so much. And you were also involved with the MAD program, Mothers Against Drunk Driving, I believe, right? Yeah. You did that for a while. So you've really changed your life around and had started a wonderful, beautiful new second life. So thank you so much, Candace. I really appreciate you as my guest today on, on my podcast. You take Thanks, care. Joanne. Thanks, you too. All right. Take care. Bye-bye.